0: he's been putting in work for so long putting a lot of work what's going on guys welcome back to putting in work episode 143 of the interview podcast on the 8-bit collective we are powered by audio technica and manscaped our new partners over there more on that later but for now we're back with an episode as part of adhd awareness month i'm talking to my good friend nato johnston If you're in the 8-Bit community, you'll be familiar with NATO over the years. You might know him from the A-Plus Anime podcast. You might know him from his various D&D campaigns as a host, as the DM. Uh, Most recently, as part of the 8-Bit Collective on Han Rolled First. We'll talk about that a bit later. But he also hosted with our friend Jack Cruz, You Game Bro, another interview podcast that ended sometime last year, talking to various people in the gaming industry, streamers, content creators, etc. But the reason we've got Nato on the show is, as I said, ADHD Awareness Month. Nato has lived with ADHD his whole life. He's got quite an interesting story that I didn't even realize the extent to how deep it goes until we did this interview, this conversation really. And I actually approached him a couple years ago about coming on here to talk about his experience because at the time he was working in quite a demanding job with a lot of responsibility and I thought you know for someone with some of the challenges that he's had to work their way up into this role really shows that they have overcome some of the bad cards that he's been dealt in life with that disorder and it was only recently like last week that he tweeted out a thread about living with ADHD and how it had affected his life in such a negative way that he's now looking at getting back onto medications and getting it under control. So this interview is really going to look at that whole journey with Nato and how he's kind of come full circle. It's a really great insight into the seemingly hyperactive mind that he has. So without further ado, here he is, my good friend, Nato Johnston. Enjoy the show. Nato, thanks for coming on, putting in work, finally. Found a reason, found a way to get you on here.
1: Yes! <laughs> yes, I've clawed my way on here.
0: No, you, I mean, you were almost resistant, not resistant, but humble enough to suggest i talk to someone else but i said no i want you i want nathan yeah. johnston on the show <laughs> yeah because um, this
1: is the because yeah, like you asked me years ago to come on and talk about this and back then i was not really wanting to talk about that yeah i, th-
0: I thought that i had but i wasn't yeah 100 sure so when i mentioned it i was like i think i asked you about this and you weren't
1: keen i but- think i think it's like when you like were first starting like i you, i would i was just making a joke of just like, oh, so when am I coming on? And you're like, oh, actually, I'd have you on for this. And I was like, oh, I actually, that was a joke. I didn't actually want to come on. Oh, God, I've been called out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, before we get into it, usually I would do this in my intro, but I thought having you here, I can't pass up the opportunity to uh, tell our listeners that support for Putting in Work is brought to you by Manscaped, the very best in men's self-care, hygiene, and below-the-waist grooming, something that you know all about, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I, have, I have trimmed uh, a, a bald section every once in a while. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Well, did you know that Manscaped products are now available in Australia and New Zealand? They just so happen to specialise in what's going on down under. <laughs> Whether it's anti-chafing gels, body wash, moisturiser, deodorant, or the best trimmer on the market, Manscaped has you covered with precision-engineered tools. For your family jewels. If it's not obvious, men's health and hygiene is at the core of Manscaped, partnering with the testicular cancer society to raise awareness about the importance of early detection. So fellas, we gotta check things out down there at least once a month for early signs and symptoms of testicular cancer. Only takes 60 seconds, and they've even got an app to remind you with a text message once a month.
1: Yeah, yeah, but check it
0: out. I, I forget to do it and it's probably not too I'm not too young. Just alright
1: If you ever need a hand, Johnny, you just you just <laughs> ring me. I'll be down there. I'll I'll lift up the sack. I'll have a look okay. around. Especially especially after you've cleanly shaved with Manscaped.
0: <laughs> no, I don't need any help, NATO. <laughs> Perfectly capable. <laughs> of doing that myself.
1: Hey, look, the offer's out there.
0: Well, when listeners make a purchase from Manscaped, they'll have the option to make a donation to the life-saving work of the Testicular Cancer Society. And it's easy when you're already saving money with 20% off and a free shipping offer with the discount code 8BIT. So A-T-E-B-I-T, we're getting that for you. Only at manscaped.com. Talking, I thought, you know, the health-sided, like the health angle on this was a good one because we're talking about health in some way or... Yeah. I guess I guess you could say mental health in some ways I don't know how you yeah. would would look at this topic but we're here to talk about attention deficit hyperactive disorder if I got the the acronym right ADHD
1: beautiful 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 oh. it is ADHD awareness month at the moment yeah if you didn't actually know yeah
0: that's it so what better time and like you tweeted a thread about this and I, I jumped on the opportunity to take advantage of you trying to raise some awareness so, I mean, to start with, what, what is it now that's got you feeling like you're comfortable talking about something that maybe before you weren't?
1: I actually, well, like tying it into what you said at the start, where I actually said for you to, if you could get somebody else, because mm. I, I I don't know how I stumbled onto it. I think on Reddit, like, I think it was just in just a random thread on Reddit, like a a health section about somebody talking about their ADHD, ADHD. And somebody had suggested this YouTube page, like how to ADHD, and yeah, I just started watching that and really like looking into properly again what I have because when I got diagnosed, I think I was in year four or something, and a lot more has been looked into it, like obviously yeah. over the years. So a lot more is like known about it. So yeah, it was it was cool, and um, even just it was weird. Because I, I still, like, chat to my ex. Like, you know Anna. Mm-hmm. You were yeah. good friends with Anna as well. And um she did, like, on the page on how to ADHD, there was a whole section on how ADHD affects relationships and stuff like that. So I started sharing some stuff with Anna, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, this was some of the things where, like, came between us in our relationship, and I didn't realise it was because of ADHD. Like, you can't just completely blame that but like sure. these are the things that like really helped to like push us apart and like why we kind of didn't work in certain ways and also like to help me with my current relationship so then I'd started talking to Kaz and mm. and yeah just trying to help just I'm always trying to help make a better relationship with me and my misses. so I'm always looking for better ways to kind of you know build that beautiful foundation of a good yeah, re- yeah good relationship make myself you know, worthy of my lovely girlfriend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now that's good. That's good, Nato. So let's let's pull it back a little bit and tell the origin story of this. You said I think was it grade four, so you're like nine, ten years yeah. old.
1: Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. whatever <laughs> age you are in year four. Um, it was actually like I think it was in year three. My mum's like and teachers realized like something was a bit amiss. Mm-hmm. Like I'll say this with the. Least amount of ego. Like I am a very smart person. Like I, I like I, like I can I, vouch. I, I
0: can vouch for that.
1: Yeah, like like school wise, like I was a very smart person. Not no when it comes to English, but maths I found very easy. But I still had a lot of trouble with school. Like
0: concentration.
1: C- concentration. Like just making w- weird mistakes that my teachers would be like like I don't understand why you make these mistakes and so like my mum being the great mum she was like to her credit like went on a, like a journey to try and figure out and help me and because she knew how like talented I was and didn't want me to kind of squander that. for the longest time they thought like I had like a hearing problem like, mm. that's why I wasn't paying much attention. They, they, mum took me to many, like, hearing tests and hearing doctors, and then went to, like, nutrition doctors, like, met, wow. like went, went through a long process to try and figure out, M- much to the, uh, I'm not going to say anger, but much to the disappointment of my father. He thought, uh, it, we we're wasting a lot of money, like, <laughs> trying to find that. He was n- never, and still to this day, never, even, like, cared about ADHD and didn't still doesn't think it's a real thing even though medic once I was on medication things dramatically changed yeah. so and then th- that's also why like we have ADHD awareness because like yeah there's still to as I see you saw in my tweet like still to this day it is very a laughable joke ADHD and you just have to look in movies with characters, any any mm. character is the ADH character is like the drop kick or the loser or just psycho or crazy or something like that. There's not many good ADHD characters out there, so yeah. Um, but backs back to that, um, I think it. I think one of her friends maybe suggested that they were like uh, i'd heard somebody one of their friends had got diagnosed with adhd so she suggested to my mum so Mm. we went to our local doctor and then he referred us on to like a a specialist yeah that's the word i was looking for and yeah yeah so we went three or four sessions with that and then they made me do a whole bunch of tests they did like an iq test they made me do like i went to Either a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I can't remember which one. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, it wasn't this, like... It is, that's, like, one of the other big stigmas where, like, you, you see in media where, like, oh, we sent him to a doctor. Yep, you got ADHD. His medication. Like, you straight, they, they don't care and all that. No, like, it was, like, nearly a year-long process mm. to try and get me diagnosed.
0: Wow. That's interesting. Like,
1: even, even, even once they thought I had it, it was still this long process to make sure i was and even once i started medication when i was that age they would still like grade me in tests and like figure out how i was off medication and then how i was on medication they were constantly like monitoring my weight and height and growing because it it can stunt your growth because it affects your sleep and your like i was on dexamphetamine i'll say that Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of new ones these days, and Ritalin, and all those things, but yeah, dexamphetamine caused me to not eat or sleep that well, so that was... they they were always worrying about that when thing. but yeah, so that that's the kind of process even to get diagnosed in the first place, and is currently the trouble I'm having as an adult getting re-diagnosed, because... Right. It is very expensive. (laughs) It's probably going to cost me about a grand by the end of it just to get re-diagnosed. Okay. Yeah. So, I've
0: got a few questions that I'm trying to think which way to go, but... um, Yeah, yeah. So, do you... I guess you know because you said you're trying to get re-diagnosed. I was going to say I feel like it would be a much simpler process to get diagnosed now because people know so much more about it that there's probably... I feel like there would be a really simple uh, ass- assessment that you can tick and you go, yep, all these things apply to me. I've got ADHD.
1: Yeah, it, it's just the, the that's why the, the stigma is there. There's so many like little things of ADHD that everybody has. Everyone forgets their keys every once okay. in a while <laughs> or gets distracted and stuff like that. So it's that process of figuring out the, the way I try and equate it and I don't ever want to like... Play down like depre- clinical depression or anything, mm-hmm. but like it's the similar of like, am I just s- sad here and there, or am am I like clinically depressed? Like, it, sure. do I do I need professional help to get over this sadness, or is it just me suffering loss or me having a, like a bad moment in my life? and yeah. like because there there is an extreme difference between the two, and there's an extreme difference between ADHD and somebody just. Being forgetful because some people are just naturally forgetful or they're just naturally a bit more energetic but not in the same way that an ADHD person is where like ours is the the the, the simplest explanation of like how because it's not even like a attention deficit it's we have trouble controlling our attention rather than not having attention like because we actually have the opposite, where we have more attention than a normal person, which is called hyperfocus. And hyper mm-hmm. hyperfocus can either be your greatest ally or your biggest enemy, because when you don't get to control what you're hyper-focusing on, it affects your life incredibly, especially something like work. Right. Like, where I can be hyper-focused on a car that I saw that day and wanting to know like all about that cool. Like I I learned about a Tesla that day and now like my brain only wants to know anything (laughs) to do with Tesla. And the similar, the way I equate it to a normal person is like when you get distracted with the topic, it's nearly like a a, a peaceful little protest of five, six people outside like a parliament house. Like Mm -hmm. if, if the, if Parliament want to, it can ignore it and eventually it will go away. If, if like it focused enough, you can get over that hump of being focused on something. Mine is the whole of a soccer audience angry that their team lost
0: right? and is
1: now coming at me. Like it, it it caught, I've had anxiety sometimes in a day when I've, I've tried to not focus on the thing that I'm hyper focused on. Like my brain's like, no, no, you can't, you can't focus on anything else. And I've had like anxiety attacks because I'm not focusing on the thing my brain wants to focus on at that time.
0: So is that the same where you say hyper-focus as being like hyper Because I've heard of people who have, they've described that as like they're really sensitive to bright lights and they're just very aware of like what's happening in the room, or, like their no, sen- senses are heightened.
1: It, it, it's nearly like I have to know and do everything I can related to that thing, whether it's a topic or an action. Like the the easiest is like, I I started like a and d campaign with like you, like when I did the Star Wars thing, like Mm -hmm. at work, all I could think of was anything (laughs) to do with Star Wars. I could only research Star Wars. I needed to know everything about Star Wars. I needed to know everything about the campaign. I needed to write it that second. Mm. And it's just like, is it, hard to kind of deal with sometimes and, sure. and and it's like even things that I like like the biggest example at the moment is like the new Baldur's Gate three game came out uh-huh. and I've wanted that game for since two so like 15 20 years but at my moment at the moment I am hyper focused on Destiny and I can't do anything <laughs> other than Destiny I've tried the last four or five nights to try and touch Baldur's Gate, and I don't even get past the start menu. Like, it's not even that I've played the game and I'm like, I don't like the game. I started up and I'm like, I can't do this. Like, (laughs) I have nothing that cares about this at the moment, and yet my whole 15 years I've wanted this game more than any other game in my life, but I'm just hyper-focused on another game, and it really makes everything taste... Like, you know when you get sick and, like, stuff doesn't taste nice. Like it just has no flavor and you're like, but I love this food. Why is not it taste good? <laughs> it's, it's that kind of feeling.
0: Sure. Would, would you say that there's some obsessive compulsions that come with it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I, not, not to the same extent, like I've, I've had to like reel myself back and saying like I have OCD because mm-hmm. like I don't, it's just hyper-focused on a thing because like once the hyper-focus moves to something else, I don't, care about that thing anymore while like a- everything I've seen about OCD is like that's always a thing for them no matter what yeah like,
0: it and, and I think that's one that probably gets overused the most like you was talking about how ever like people joke about oh, I've got ADHD or I've, I've got ADD yes. or that like talking about how they're depressed because their football team lost or something mm. I, th- I think ev- like how often do you hear people say oh, I've got I'm OCD about yeah. That, or I'm OCD know, about I... dishes, or I'm OCD about my car, and it's like, well, yeah. that's not really what OCD no, is, and you, it's
1: you don't fall <laughs> into like a state of anxiety or depression if you don't do that thing, right? Like you, you get a bit like, oh, oh shit, I should have washed the dishes or something, like yeah. That.
0: And if you only have to look at someone who's actually got OCD and seeing how it's like ruining their life, yeah, in some like, cases, to know that that's really not the same thing.
1: Yeah, my like. Not, not to like mope on me, but th- my ADHD has wrecked so many things in my life that it's that it, like yeah, that's that's what I said. Like when people say, "Oh, I've got," "Oh shit, I'm forgetful." Uh, or, I, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, "Oh man, like if ADHD stop doesn't stop looking like tempting, I might have to go get diagnosed myself." And I was just like, "You you don't want this, <laughs> like." I've lost jobs, I've lost friendships, just because, like, I I stop, I just don't go to events, or, like, I'm, they organise to do something with me, and I just either forget or Hmm. can't do it, and there's so many times in my life that I've let people down, because I I just, I I try so hard, and I can't, I I can't fly, like, yeah. It's like me trying to fly. It's like, I can't do that. That's not the thing. And recently, like, I've started talking to Brendan where I'm like, I I might need help with podcasts if I... Because that's that's a thing. Like, I I keep wanting to create podcasts because my ADHD is so, like, creative. Like, I want to keep creating, but I know I can't edit. Like, I know I get to a point as as, as soon as my hyper focus on something of the, the new podcast that I'm doing fades. I can't, I can't edit that podcast anymore because like Mm -hmm. I sit there and then I I get anxiety because I'm not doing it. And then I, I get even worse because now I'm like sitting here and I've spent three days looking at a screen. And I, and when I say like three days staring at a screen, like I've done nothing. Like I've just sat at the screen, not touched the keyboard and just sat there that's like the star wars podcast we were halfway through like bringing that out and i just got to a point where i just i i can't i couldn't edit it anymore yeah. and it, it and that's what i mean where like i've i then i get even more stressed because like i've let you guys down because like I, we did this project together and now i'm like too in my own mind to even talk mm. to you guys about it of like I can't do this. I can't edit this podcast. And then it's even in the brain of like, now I've got to put work onto somebody else. And now I hate that I have to put work onto somebody else. And it's, it's such a huge cycle that snowballs itself. When all it starts is like my ADHD is like, no, we, the brain doesn't want to work on this at the moment. And it's like, but, but I, I, I need to, it's not that hard. You, it's not, it's not a process of hard. It's just, it just, outright refuses to work like it nearly like shuts down on itself
0: so going going back to school did the medication help with the i I mean like maybe we can we have two questions here like what does your uh, adhd manifest in mostly like what are the the main issues for you and did the medications help back then
1: oh god man like it was like like I don't know if you've ever talked to somebody like that's ha- like has been diagnosed with depression and then gets on their, gets on their medication and they're like, whoa! So this is what life's supposed to be like. Hmm. It, it's like, yeah, it nearly feels like you grow wings and then you're like, oh, oh okay, we're, we're like we can fly and do all these things. It's just like it lets you let you start controlling your own brain of like allowing you to tell yourself what you're allowed to focus on. And like even just kind of like bringing your brain and body into the same sync. Cause sometimes my brain's firing too fast and my body's not keeping up. And then sometimes my body's firing too fast that my brain's not keeping up and they're never usually firing at the same level. And because they're not working together, like they just don't function at, at sure. the c- capability that they do. And it's just, yeah, it was so nice to be able to, like, even, even, like, do homework. Like, homework was, there was no way I could do homework without, like, taking medication. Un- unless, like, I fell in love with the subject. Like, mm. if it was, like, chemistry it was that one subject that, like, and, si- and science in general that I-, I just fell in love with because I had good teachers. And then because I fell in love with it, my brain's, like okay, yeah, yeah, we want to do this, but then, but then, because of that, now I'm hyper-focused on science, and now I don't care about any other subject. so it was, like, and so once I was on medication, then it was, like, yeah, I love science, but I need to do maths, like, I was very good at maths, but I never enjoyed maths, so once I was on medication, it was, all of a sudden, I turned into this, like, star student, and, like, I I think, like, yeah, year 12, like, I think I finished 100... percent with that subject with maths and science nice and like there was no way I was doing that without medication like I was barely struggling to get through
0: sure so from from going from that and then what you've said about the impact it's had on your life and the things that it's destroyed and the fact that you also said that you you're getting reassessed at the moment yeah obviously there was a point where you Kind of stopped taking medications, and what was the as soon process? as I got out of school, yeah. right? And that was because
1: the world thought it was a joke, and the, the that like mentality of like you're a druggie because you're on ADHD medication. Like when you're a kid, you don't understand that world, but yeah. then when you're like eighteen, and even leading up to like probably from about year ten,
0: mm. kids
1: at school would ask you for med- for to. Buy level, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, buy it off you, and uh, yeah, that that was like, whew, that was not a fun world to mm. be like. Not not only were you made to feel like you were a druggie, you were made to feel like a drug dealer. Right. Like I never sold my medication, but I knew a lot of people that did, and like so then everyone thought, hey, like you're on. ADHD like you will sell your medication this guy over here sold his so and it was like whether it was this silent uh the like no so the loud minority that Mm. did sell theirs it just seemed like we like I thought everybody did and it just made me feel like I was yeah like even though I never did made me feel like a drug dealer and like I got accused by teachers once for selling them yeah we were on a outdoor education camp and so we're like down down south of of our city and like in the wild but there were like these little like huts cabins cabins is the word Mm -hmm. and we everyone went to lunch and like me and then one of i think there was three of us we were just hanging out in the cabin because you know we were teenage boys and we we're rebellious. So we didn't, we were like, we don't need to go to like in the least rebellious way. We were being rebellious of like, we're not going to lunch. Yeah. Like we're going to just hang out in the cabin. <laughs> so like me and the one other dude were in the cabin, just chilling and chatting. And then like one dude was just like sitting on the porch. They had like a little chair out the front. And then like we got in trouble for, um, for not coming. But then like, they were like, you were doing a drug deal. Like, you had the guy out the front being the spotter. They found Sorry my medication. Because, like, anytime I wasn't doing schoolwork, I wasn't really taking my medication, like, mm. even though I should be, because, like, keeps you in a good habit. So, like, I had... Uh, it was like in a little envelope s- slip that my mum had set up for me with enough medication for the days that we were away. And I had not taken any of it. So, it was like a full envelope and right. so yeah they searched my bags and found the envelope and then they were like yep you were selling these and i was like no i wasn't like we're at a catholic school like not not to make like public <laughs> school seem like it like worse because I like, man private school worse stuff i'm pretty sure happened at a private school than public schools but um yeah yeah it was it was a shitty day and like mm, that sucks it, it's yeah, it was one of those things that I never really got over where, like, I was con- like, I was always worried that people would catch, like, my ADHD medication on me and think I was, like, selling them and being a drug dealer. And it was, like, yeah, not, not a good time. So, yeah, as soon as I got out of school, like, I was, like, I don't want to... There was also a lot of side effects where, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure I was overdiagnosed for a long while. And so, like, I think I was on, like, between 11 and 14 tablets a day because oh, of like, the, bu- the buildup from taking them went from when I was four years old. Like your body starts to like build up a resistance. Sure. So yeah, like uh, sometimes I wouldn't eat a whole day and sometimes I'd get like four hours sleep at night. Mm. So yeah, I-, I was happy to get off them and like what I thought was live my life. Like, Oh, the real NATO is not the one that's on medication. Right. And, and then, yeah, now just living the rest of that life up until now of like, I didn't need them, like, I I can do this without them, that, like, me- that bad mentality that I know a lot of people have with a lot of medications in their life mm. that they think, and not every ADHD person needs them, like, I forgot to say, I was supposed to say it at the start, but like, my l- level of ADHD is very different from other people's level. I know people with like very mild ADHD. So like some people don't need the medication while I have very severe ADHD. So yeah, Mm. probably should have been taking it a long time.
0: Yeah. Right. And I I guess like I remember in in school, not really knowing, you don't really know what's going on around you because you're just a little kid, but there, I feel like there was a point as I look back where like almost half of the boys in my class were on medications for ADD, which I, I guess is like a less severe yeah. version.
1: Apparently they're different things. I've never looked into it. I just remember <laughs> my doctor when I, when I got diagnosed he goes you've got uh, said to my mum he's got ADHD but he hasn't got he hasn't got the hyperactiveness. Because, uh, like, even, like, the videos that I've been watching now, like, we th- we get separated into three types. Uh, inattentive, hyperactive, and then a combination of the both. And they're the three ones you can have. Mm. And I've just got the inattentive, where... I- I'm a pretty energetic person, but that's more just me rather than my hyperactive. Because, like, we had a conversation before where you've talked to another person with ADHD, and th- they're, like... And yep. I've talked to other people and I'm like, oh, I get it. Like I, I, For years I was like, nah, I'm pretty hyperactive and stuff like that. But I'm internally hyperactive while people are hyperactive externally. And that's... right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I just feel like there was these guys at school who like they might be like a little bit more aggressive than other guys maybe they've got more testosterone yeah. and is it was it a thing where it was just like way over prescribed because like you described a really intense process of I think all, it was all these counseling like, and I, stuff before I, yeah. they figured it out but I just feel like they were throwing like and I've heard people refer to this where they were just yeah. throwing pills at people like here this will help and this will calm you down and this will make you focus
1: See, I, I, I don't know if it's like a mixture of the both. Well, like maybe there were some bad doctors out Cause like, that was my mentality as well with other people. Like I've heard it everywhere in like media and
0: mm. s-
1: where it's just like, yeah, they just throw really kids. Yeah. And I'm like, everyone I know that got subscribed like I did, like prescribed like I did, like they went through huge long processes. There was a, two kids at school and they were the exact same. They had to go through a big process. Um, one of my good friends, he got diagnosed as an adult and right. yeah, his one, like my process is going to be expensive, but his was like nearly three grand because he had to do, mine's just going to be like a re-diagnose while he had to get his first diagnose as an adult. And it, it was a huge long process. He I think he went to mm. like four different specialists before oh, wow. the last one was like, yeah, all right, we'll put you on this low level stuff and we'll see how it goes. And man, like, yeah, he said that same thing, that same line to me of just like, whoa, so like this is how life is supposed to be once he started to get on it. And now like he's been kicking ass at his job and being able to like do the things that he felt, didn't realize that he had shackles on him Mm. and like didn't realize like he wasn't using his wings and,
0: is it like Bradley Cooper in Limitless?
1: I, I make the joke that like that's ADHD the movie. Like yeah. it really it really is like it's a super exaggerated version of it of like yeah. you see the people when they take ADHD that's like Whoa. but then you see like the people when they come off ADHD or off the Limitless drug and they've gone back to like living in hovels and mm. like mess messy rooms cuz like yeah, you can't see it at the moment, but yeah, my house is a mess and er- Hungry always Jack's is a mess. everywhere? Yeah, because like <laughs> even even something like cooking, like cooking is such a huge like example of like even though I haven't been taking medication, like these years that I've not been taking medication because there's two there's a mixed treatment always with mm-hmm. uh, ADHD because medication just is not the end stop. Like you have to do beth- uh, behavior therapy with it as well. Like you need to channel. It's 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 similar to like like steroids. Mm-hmm. If you just take steroids and don't work out, they don't do anything really. Like you you don't just take steroids and then you're just this jacked rip dude. Like mm-hmm. you need to do the the workout for it as well. Same with ADHD. Like yeah, it's cool taking the. The medication now you're in control of your attention but like if you don't now learn to use this new mind of yours and like how to like time management and start start focusing this new like i'm not the easiest way to say it is like power mm-hmm. into something good like it just doesn't work well yeah all these years i've like learned how to do meditation that like calms my mind down to a state where th- as close as i can get my mind and body into like the, the same rhythm with each other and like tie ty- like post-it notes and boards and alarms on my phone. And I have like three whiteboards in my house. Like one's just always groceries, one's stuff to do. And just my fridge is just littered with post-its notes of just don't forget this, don't forget that. And like when it's like a really big thing, I need to think I just put an alarm for that day. And just put a description of just like, hey, remember this because I don't Podcast know how many John. time. Yeah, I did have I did have an alarm on for today, even though it was this morning. You reminded me I had to like re put it on because yeah. I didn't I, know I what Intentionally,
0: state. I intentionally mentioned it like a bunch of times because I just yeah. know that I need, yeah. kind of need to. You,
1: you, <laughs> you need you know, and it's it's not offensive to say that about me. Like that's it. it unfortunately, is the person and that I am because of my ADHD. Like I, I need ha- friends and family to always help me with these things. And it's still to this day, like st- even with so much of it around, it's still so hard to explain to bosses why I forgot to do this thing. Like, mm. and it's not because I, I I'm lazy at work or I don't care about work. Like I love my current job. Like n- not cause I do something awesome, but I like, I have good people. I have a good boss and I have a good time schedule that allows me to do. So like, it's a job that I love because of, it gives me those things. But it's, it, it just hurts when people think that you're not into the thing. Like they think you're not caring about the thing that's happening. And that's just something you just have to kind of deal with. Like it's nothing you can change unless... You stop being ADHD. Like, it just, yeah, it sucks. But it's just something you get used to. Yeah. Of like so, letting people down.
0: So when, <laughs> so when you decided I'm gonna be the real NATO, and like it's a, like I've been watching the the new Brave New World TV show on Stan, and yeah. it's like you know obviously there's the drugs, and it's like there's probably a part of you that's like. I don't want to be that person anymore. I want to be a different person, and I'm going to stop taking the medication. Was there? Did that feel good when you stopped? Like, was there part of it? Like, it, it, despite first, all the despite all the issues, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: and for and for many years, I thought, and even still to like only the start of last year, probably, I thought, yeah, I was living my best life because people are getting the real NATO. They get the fun NATO. They get the crazy NATO, and it's. And then, then, like, once I, like, start to really look at it, I'm like, yeah, but all the things I missed out on and the opportunities Mm. that went away and, like, even just, like, job roles that I could have taken in my life that I either, like, flandered because I was my current state or, or just didn't go for them. Like, when I lost my last job and then went back out into the industry, I had to switch industries and... I had, I was like, not even like an imposter kind of syndrome, but it was more that like, I can't risk going for a higher level, like my current, like I, cause I was, yeah, like a manager in my last industry. But then I was like, I don't think I can be a manager in another industry because, I don't know if I can learn it quick enough or my brain will let me high, like focus on learning that new task. Like if I get in there and then my brain's like, nah, we don't want to learn this. Like I've got this new high level job where I'm going to let people down. And so yeah, I took a very low level job. Yeah. In my current, like at the, in, in my next job, because yeah, I was just like, I, I can't risk getting a high level job and letting everybody down mm. and doing that because I know how I am. And if I have to learn, it it was all right in my last job because like I worked into my position. So I slowly got there. But if I jump into a new role where I have to learn in nearly like a, not a school kind of way, but you're, you know, like high level jobs where you've just got to nearly be running as soon as you put your feet down. Mm. Like that's what people want you to do most of the time in those kind of jobs. Sure. I haven't got sure. time to train you for six months <laughs> to know yeah. that
0: job. And, and so, Nader, I've, I've had people or, or someone particular on this podcast who has Asperger's and I didn't know that when I started interviewing him and he kind of revealed that and it went into a discussion about how he's used the, the way that his brain is wired to his advantage by yes. understanding how it works. And yeah, the the limitations but also what he might be able to do that other people can't do so in the same way is there anything that you've kind of been able to hone as as what's made you unique in like okay uh, this is how i am with adhd yeah i'm suited to x y and Z.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the, yes. I, I thank God you got me onto this kind of thing. Cause I've been very down on ADHD up until this point, but man, does it have some great perks of just nearly the like fearlessness of doing new things because like, I, I don't think I, I, I think I sort of described it before where like we, we have, uh, like a lack of receptors for dopamine. That's like okay. the easiest way to explain. So like You, you as a person get dopamine from levels one to 10, like you'll get Mm -hmm. low level dopamine, like whether it's just like, I took the bins down. So you still get that like level one (laughs) dopamine. Like it's not, it's nothing like a (laughs) huge event, but your brain's like, Hey, I did something while ADHD, ADHD brains have like low level receptors. So we only receive stuff if we're getting it from level seven to 10, like we just don't get a dopamine hit if we get a low level thing so that that's leads to so many of why we do the things we do and why our like f- our attention focus is so quick because like soon like you know like as soon as you're doing something for x amount of time like you start losing that initial hit you got off doing that mm-hmm. thing so soon as something blows drops below a seven level of giving us that dopamine hit our brain is like all right I, I, what's the next thing that's going to give me that dopamine hit so yeah because of that, like, I know I'm not ever scared to do anything new. I Like, I love trying new food. I like going in adventures. Like, you know, like, anytime somebody's like, yeah, do something crazy, Nathan, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Let's, let's go. Because like, I, my brain knows I'll get that high level dopamine hit straight away. And it it's nearly like adrenaline junkiness, but not in the same kind of sense where sure. like, we, we don't need to do, we don't need to keep topping our dopamine we just need to make sure it's in that high level dopamine hit and that's why like i have to do things that interest me because like as soon as they're not in that field but yeah things things with like huge deadlines like we thrive in because like beating a deadline is like just so good and so like for a person that normally like somebody that people that hate deadlines or like hate things that are challenging like God, I love that. Like, as soon as you, ch- like, figure out to make something a challenge for me, my body is just like, oh, i got to do it. Like, I-, I think we mentioned cooking, like, a while, uh, a mm-hmm. little bit ago. Like, I- never in my life have I been a cook. Like, I-, I didn't like the idea, blah, blah, blah. And then my new girlfriend, Kaz, she's like a semi-vegetarian. Like, where she can, she wants to try and not eat meat. And sure. like when we first started, she was more like very stricter on that of like, I, I, I don't want meat. And I was like, hmm, okay, okay. <laughs> this is like, at first it was hard because I was like, how do we order stuff together? Like it's hard to, because I'm not really, I wasn't really, like I'd liked meat a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then somehow like I twisted it in my brain, like because I know my own brain, I like twisted it into my brain of just like, well, here's the challenge, Nathan can you cook something vegetarian that you also like? Mm. And now like I've just exploded in this, like just creativity-ness at the moment of like trying to make dishes that I I like, I love that don't have meat in them. And like now, like for, for Christmas, like an early Christmas present, like Kaz bought me knives because I was like, I want knives. Like I want to be able to like cook better stuff. And I bought new stuff for my kitchen, like my kitchen that never really got touched apart from the microwave is now like (laughs) I cook as much as I can now. And it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's like, yeah. Finding and I like, I I'm always trying to find something creative creative to do all the time that's why like i like starting podcasts or the- yes i know uh, i'm a male that's white as well so that's also <laughs> why i create a lot of podcasts but like that's my like channelingness of like somebody mentioned before of the the, the they wanted to do another D campaign and that, that day i was like already wrote up a whole campaign for them to play and ready to do because yeah yeah it's just something new like i, I and and Kaz, my girlfriend, has, like, lived a life with previous partners, where, like, they were very, you know, stay in one place, do only things, and even, you know, even from a youth, like, eat the same food, do the same things, and now, like, she loves how much I push her to try new things, and, oh, yeah, you just, you've been out with me as well, like, I'm always, like, let's go do the thing. And who yeah. cares. like, everyone's <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, wh- who cares? Like, let's try it. Like, I I love that about my ADHDness that like pushes me forward to constantly try new things and never live a boring life.
0: Sure. And so so before you were talking about kind of the, the depressing, it sounded depressing to me, but like the realization that who I am means I'm going to let people down and who I am means that I can't take these opportunities that other people might have had. So the decision now that to to go on back on medication, I'm guessing it's to change that part of your life. Yeah. Are you, is, the, is there a, pay, a trade-off where you're going to lose part of what you just described as the positives as well? Or is it kind of you're going to f- hopefully that, that's part of your personality by now?
1: yeah, like, see, I know, and also, like, I'm 32, nearly 33 now, like, the things that I was worried about when I was 18, of just, like, not being out there, and not being cool enough, and, like, being boring, like, I don't care about those things anymore, like, I don't need to make, not in a a mean way, but like, I don't need to make new friends if, if I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I have my core set of friends. Like if new people come along, I'm not going to be like, Oh no, I can't be friends with you. But it's more just like, I don't have to keep seeking new friends and making new You don't need to impress anyone. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> and like, that was, that was a very toxic way to think about it in the first place. Like that's a very, I, I and I realized like me is a mixture of these both, like, me off medication and me on medication because like every Mm. day you don't take your medication as well. Like that's not what you're supposed to do. But if I'm at work, I want to, I want to push forward now in my new career to a higher position. I want to get back into a higher position now. And uh, it's one of those roles where like, I'd have to go down and do an apprenticeship to go back up or I need to show a higher level of like management skills and supervisor skills to jump up to like those kind Mm. of roles. So, and I, I don't want to let people down in that role because like I have like, yeah, bosses and supervisors that I like really enjoy, like that. I don't want to let them down if they give me the opportunity to go up. So, and Mm. yeah, I'll say in, in a in a mean way, I want to show those stupid mechanics that they're not smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Because, so, yeah, like, short-term memory loss is, yeah, the terrible thing when it comes to ADHD. So I, I want that feeling of being, no, not in a mean way as well, being a, a, one of the smart people in the room. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because, like, it's hard to have, like, a debate or a conversation of intellectualness with somebody when you can't remember what you were just saying two seconds ago. Like where you drop out in a conversation. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess it's it's an exciting thing. It must be an exciting thing for you to be at this point where you've come to accept that it's okay to to take medication and to yeah. to to look forward and be like, oh wow, like what other opportunities? What are the possibilities that I can unlock now? It's you know, it's like a new skill tree.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm
0: pretty and excited. Like, I, I think. Um, despite you know the i guess the shackles that it might have put on you i've been really impressed with what you have achieved because like especially the previous role that you had you'd worked your way up to a pretty like a lot of responsibilities yeah in, in in the work that you were doing which for someone that has a has those extra challenges it's it's a lot to be able to have got to that point i think and on top of that, like all the podcasting that you have done, um, that's been released. Like you did tons, you've done tons of A plus anime, and you did tons of, of stuff with Four Yanks. And like, it would have been easy for other people who go off their meds to just go on the dull and pretty much never work and just yeah. take and take and take. But you've been motivated to not be that person, despite an easy out I think what some people would have seen as you haven't seen it that way
1: yeah because unfortunately like because like as I told you about like the dopamine things there's a lot of very negative things you can do to fill that seven to ten like Mm. and unfortunately like I've seen a few friends that had ADHD yeah like just fall off the map because, yeah, they got addicted. Like, we have very high tendencies to be addicts. We have right. very bad tendencies to just, yeah, not do anything. And it's it's sad because, like, I want to help them, but, like, it just gets to the point with those people where, like, they've kind of got to help. It's up to them, unfortunately, mm, yeah. unless... Because, like, we can't force... Like, I'd never force them to take drugs and I'd never force them to... Do anything they didn't want to do. But yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate to see some people and yeah, I've lost a few friends that I, that that were like that I, I thought of them was like, how would you even describe it? Like nearly like men at arms with me. Like they were soldiers in in the trenches with me and we were fighting together with the, against this enemy. And unfortunately they were casualties of war.
0: Sure. So the questions I ask everybody on this podcast Nader, what would you say has been the hardest part of like your journey with ADHD and medications and uh, I guess figuring out what's who you are and like, what's, what makes you who you are? I guess it's not whether or not you take medications. It's,
1: it's easy. Like it's the one thing in my life that I've let other people influence me on. Unfortunately, Mm. like I I said in that tweet, like I've, don't let anyone's words get to me about anything in my life. Like how I look, how I act, how I feel, anything. I, and not in a mean way of like, I don't care what people think, but I I just like, I don't care what, how it affects me about other people. But yeah, ADHD and the stigma around it has like, even even, here's even a little one. Like my ex-girlfriend's like mum would just be like, no, like you, you just got to stop taking sugar you got to cut sugar out of your diet. Like no that's, more red cordial. Yeah. like, th- and, and, and I was just like, th- that that's not it. Like, it's like, that's not it, like sugar, cutting sugar out of my diet probably will help me be healthier, but it's not going to rework my brain to right, yeah. be like everybody else's brain. Like that's how my brain was when I was born. And it's, 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 it's not just going to fix itself, unfortunately. Mm. And yeah, like, I've let the stigma of like being a drugie or being like it's not really that serious because like it doesn't affect you the same way other like mental. Mm. I, I don't even want to call it mental illnesses, but like a it, disorder. Yeah, I I think it is a disorder, but um, just like you see other people suffering worse than you from there, yeah, their uh, mental uh, disorders, and you're just like, I can still function normally. Like, I can still live, like, a normal life, in, in quotes, so, like, mine's not as important as theirs is, and it's not... It's it, it's a joke compared to other people's things. Mm. So, and, and seeing some other people that... Oh, God, I can't even remember. I think... It's another one that's very more serious. I can't remember what. mental, uh, just, uh, thing it was, but I I remember them being like, Hey, your ADHD is just a step below mine. Like, don't worry. Like you have it just as bad as us. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like for somebody that I thought like, I was like, you're, you're, you're allowed to like get people sympathy because like yours, you live a hard life. And them saying like, no, like you live as hard as life as us. Don't, don't worry, and I was like, "Oh, that okay? That's that's a bit heavy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I maybe I should take this." And then like watching that series, like I I beg you, if you're listening to this, whether you have it or haven't got it, how to hate, and you know somebody close to you that has it, watch the YouTube series "How to ADHD." It's she has great stuff on if you've got it. Here's stuff about your life and how you can help, and she's got hmm. great videos of like how to help people in your life that have it and then like how do you like or even even notice that they have it in the first place like she has some great videos that she has brought on many like specialists and doctors of of the field and stuff like that so yeah just go check that out it's great that's that's what yeah. i was sharing on twitter as well like it's a great one because yeah we we don't suffer from the big cut like many other mental illnesses yet, yeah, but we're like the ADHD is the death by a thousand cuts kind of yeah, yeah. mental Ill- illness disorder, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> sure.
0: So my next question was going to be like, what's your advice to anyone else that, you know, is going through this? But I think you kind of just put it out there. Was there anything <laughs> what,
1: else? Yeah, I'll say like, it's okay to take it serious. Like, I, I know the media, probably friends and family around you. Like, even when they don't realize it, joke about it. Like, it's okay mm-hmm. to take it serious. Like, it is, a, it is a very serious thing and it does affect our lives a lot more than you think once you start looking... Like, once you start looking back and you're like, holy shit, like, a lot of my life would be a lot better if I took this seriously. And as I said, like, people have it at of different levels, so medication doesn't... It doesn't mean you need to get on medication. But you definitely need to do one of the two of, like, medication or, like behavior therapy and i Mm. i don't mean go see a therapist but like therapy for yourself of just like starting ways to help you with like help give you crutches while your leg is healing
0: yeah and that's really good nato all right last question if you could do anything and you knew you wouldn't fail what would nato do
1: that's 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 the hard question because like as i just said with adhd like (laughs) i'll try anything like i don't care if i fail or not like that that's that that is a good superpower when it comes to adhd like we'll go do the things because either like sometimes it's because my brain hasn't had time to think about it i've just jumped into before my brain has caught up to my body and then i like (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, hey, if I sat down to think about that, I probably wouldn't have done that thing. <laughs> and and a lot of times it's to, like, my, like, benefit. Like, meeting you guys probably wouldn't have happened if I wasn't just sitting at my desk one day and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to buy a plane ticket and go to Kind of Funny Live. Yeah. And, uh, like, I... I didn't think into it of like, hey, maybe I shouldn't because like, I've never been to America. I haven't got accommodation. I haven't done all these things. But my body was like, hey, I want to do a new adventure. Let's just go. Let's just do this. Like, I've got the money, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, we, we see where the path, the, the butterfly effect that happened from mm. that of all these yeah, things crazy. that have happened. Yeah.
0: So what's your answer? <laughs> you have to <the sighs> answer.
1: Um... Mmm hmm. Hmm. Um I look here, here. I'm gonna do a simple, humble one. I I I, I wish I could start up a little like a little like game business. You know, like a board game or table shop business. Yeah, shop. And just run that. Just just have that. There you go. Just a nice little simple one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can see that, like NATO's gaming corner.
1: Oh, that definitely wasn't my YouTube at one stage. Oh, yeah. people, god!
0: People come in there with their board games. They have like I don't know their red Bulls, and they just play all night till yeah. early hours. Yeah, good times, hey? Yeah. All right. Well, NATO, thanks for coming on the podcast. It's been really good. No worries. Yeah. I didn't realize. And, um, I, I
1: didn't think I was going to get a bit emotional sometimes, but I did a few mm, times during that. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's good. It means it's yeah. real. It means that yeah. you're hitting on some. Important stuff. So, um, I'm... Like, as your friend, and you are a really good friend, and I love you to bits, I'm really keen to see what happens to you as you go on this yes. new journey of, like... Yeah, well, you know,
1: uh, f- first got to put the funds aside to go see this <laughs> specialist. Yeah. So, that, that's my first hurdle. And uh, that's actually one last thing that I would like to put... Uh, like, to help... I forgot to put in the help section. Um... To ADHD people, um, the hoops we have to jump through to help ourselves are completely the opposite of what we should do to try and help ourselves. Like we've got to be, we've got to plan, we've got to be punctual and book and make doctor's appointments and all that. And that's something what we have extreme (laughs) trouble doing. And yet that's the way to our way of helping ourselves. But like, try and get somebody else's help like it's all right to get lean on other people for those things just to kind of get you to the mm. start line of the even the race it's all right to lean yeah. on other people because yeah the hoops we've got to jump through to heal ourselves are, unfortunately are the complete opposite of what we are good at doing so I'm yeah sorry.
0: that's interesting that's yeah. that's ironic i guess but yeah it's 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 probably like to wrap it up i think a lot of what you've said probably applies to other conditions or other disorders or other mental health issues whether it's like a a depression or an anxiety or um anything where you know people think maybe medication would make me more functional or whatever um I guess it's the same thing to get over and it's the same questions to ask about like who who you are and and who you are who are you on medications and who are you off medications so hopefully it's been helpful for people to to hear that and and just hear the journey that you've been through. So, thanks again.
1: No worries. It's always good to chat, my beautiful boy, John. <laughs> and you know, bring bring my awesomeness to this podcast. I know I know you haven't had that many good guests, so you know it's good to happily. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you for for gracing us with your presence. <laughs> thank you for listening, and thanks to Audio Technica and Manscaped. If you want to catch nato on twitter find him at i know nato you can support this podcast with a five star rating and review in podcast services of choice whether it be pod chaser apple podcast etc you can get behind the work of the 8-bit collective over at patreon.com slash we are 8 bits that's a-t-e-b-i-t chip in a few dollars a month to get behind what we're doing here please check out the rest of the great content within the 8-bit collective And of course, you can catch me on the social medias at Jono himself. Until next episode, keep putting in work.